to episode number 53 of the spoiler cast i'm your host dan and i'm joined here by Tristan. oh okay i was wondering when you were gonna do that <laughs> i forgot my own it's been so long since we've done a spoiler cast that i forgot how it goes um so what is the spoiler cast well uh, depending on what we're looking at movies games tv shows things of that nature we finish something or play through most of it and and talk about our thoughts the intent here is let's talk about the the subject matter in full and kind of get our thoughts and you can kind of compare them to your own and it's it's cool stuff it's cool stuff cool so stuff and and the idea is not to hold anything back so there will be spoilers that's Hence, right. spoiler cast but before we get to the spoilers uh let's start with you my friend what have you been playing that isn't destiny 2 because that's the oh so what is what is the uh the subject of this episode it's destiny 2 coming um, around full circle coming around full yeah Destiny 1 was kind of one of the first things we did. Yeah. It's cool. Like, going back and, like, seeing, like, the... I don't know what the word is. The, um... Clickbait, maybe, <laughs> that we used to employ. Where we had, like, a Destiny 2... Or, sorry, Destiny 1 beta spoiler cast. Yeah, we did. Good God. Anyway, go back and come, go back and watch some of those gems. We actually did our one of our first videos, too. It was the uh, midnight launch oh, where I got my PlayStation was with Destiny 1. So, a lot of... A lot yeah. of memories held with Destiny 2, and we'll we'll talk about our thoughts on if it's better than Destiny 1, improved in any way, if, you, if it's worth it to play it, right? Like, if, you, if you're on the fence, maybe we should talk about that a little bit before we get into it. But that's not what we're going to talk about first. Let's just quickly touch base, and I guess, sorry sorry to keep you on hold there, Tristan. What, are you, what have you been uh, playing lately? So, I played a bunch of Dreadnought, and then Destiny 2 came out. What's Dreadnought? So Dreadnought, uh, it was in the open beta just before Destiny released, and it is a multiplayer sort of arena style. I guess you could call it a shooter, uh, except that you aren't a guy with a gun; you are a captain of a giant spaceship. Huh. Uh, so there are different like class types and buildouts mm-hmm. and loadouts and. And I discovered I'm a battle cruiser guy. I like big Fs, and I cannot lie. <laughs> um, Very nice. So, but like you've got so battle cruisers, which are big and slow, but can take a crap ton of punishment. So they're like the tanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got artillery cruisers, which are ultra long range, and that's my cat Bert, as you can hear, <laughs> having hey, fun Bert. in a pile of boxes. Bert saying hello to the spoiler cast. Well, he was on an episode of uh, uh, Ace Attorney. Oh, nice. Because he somehow got into the room and was like, I don't know this place. Help. <laughs> I am confused. Um, uh, you've got artillery ships, which are like long range damage dealers. Mm. You've got sort of cruisers, which are kind of middle of the board. You've got tactical cruisers, which are, which heal and buff. And then there are corvettes, which are super fast, but very flimsy. Mm-hmm. Favorite moment I had playing it was when I warped my battle cruiser into the middle of an enemy formation. <laughs> Amazing. And wrecked their shit. Awesome. Because you don't want to get close to a battle cruiser. <laughs> um, and there's kind of a rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. So, like, artillery ships are good against battle cruisers because the battle cruisers are so slow that the artillery cruiser can kind of just, like, sit back and yeah. away at them. Yeah. Unless the battle cruiser gets close, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> um and then battle cruisers are good against like medium cruisers because medium cruisers just can't really hold up against mm-hmm. the battle cruisers firepower yeah 
But medium cruisers are fast enough to really get into range of the artillery cruisers. Gotcha. Um, but I always like to equip my bow cruisers with a warp jump ability. So it's like I get to cross like this huge space of distance like that. Hmm. And then I just blow you to crap. Nice. Uh, my second favorite moment was when I managed to get a perfect uh, blind broadside on someone. Beautiful, yeah. So the way it works is you have like missiles and broadsides and like other weapon systems. And when you've got something lined up, right? Like when you've got a broadside lined up, mm-hmm. it lets you know, hey, broadside's ready. Or like it was like flash green, the emblem being like, hey, you can actually hit something if you fire this. Yeah. But it takes a little sec for it to like really lock on and register. Mm-hmm. But I got a full blind firing broadside. Mm-hmm. So like I lined it, so I lined it up and I fired it before it went, hey, you've got a broadside lock and hit my opponent with every single shot. And I was like, yes. That's awesome. Did they go down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And spectacular glory. Uh, what, and did you tell, say what system that was on? Was that PlayStation? Uh, it was on the... I'm pretty sure it's on other stuff, but it was on the... Uh, the open beta was on PlayStation. Gotcha, gotcha. So there's been that. Uh, I've been doing other stuff, of course, for the stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not for the stream. Sorry, for the channel. Yep. You should start streaming. For the uh, for the VidMe channel? Yep. Yep. That's all stuff you can see up. This last month has been really chaotic for me. Sorry, I'm looking up Dreadnought while you're doing that. PC up. It's on PC as well. Yep. Cool. PC and PS4. Cool, cool. That's an interesting combination. Anyway, um, <clears throat> nice. And that's all you've been kind of messing with? Yeah, I know. for the most part. So we, I know we've been playing some... LucasArts adventure games. That's been fun. But the other thing we've just finished recording that I've been playing is Cuphead. Just got... Um, which came out I, today. At the time of recording, just has just come out. Um, Way to date this recording. Well, <laughs> I'll post it soon. Yeah. <laughs> that'll, be my, uh, that'll be my witness. Uh, so Cuphead is awesome. I've been waiting for it for years. Since it was first announced, and when it was first announced, I didn't have an Xbox or a Windows computer. Now I at least have a Windows computer, so I'm able to, to play that, that puppy which is really exciting. Um, but it's been a few years in the making and it's kind of evolved from what it originally was, which is just a boss rush mode to now having a little bit more of like a semblance of adventure to it, having these kind of run and gun levels mm-hmm. where, you know, you're actually side scrolling and shooting stuff kind of like a, um, like an old treasure game or something like that, or a, uh, Contra or something. Yeah. I, I was, um, equating it to like super star Wars, mm-hmm. you know, where you have that left to right movement with, unlimitedly spawning enemies Mm -hmm. yep it's it's great fun it's It's really it's really hard um we were watching i know you showed me a video we were watching reviewers play and and it it seemed like maybe they were doing something wrong but i i think we can safely say after actually playing it ourselves the game is really hard Uh, well the game is really hard what this was in question too was someone who couldn't complete the tutorial yeah. yeah 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 But it's a lot of fun. Has a really cool art style, like an old 1930s cartoon. Like style. 1930s, 1920s, 1920s yeah. 1920s cartoon style, like Steamboat Willie is the, probably the most famous example, and then all the other demented, strange cartoons from that time period. Um, Weird days of animation. I would check it out if I were you. Uh, the other thing I played, I, I forget if we talked about it in the last podcast. Did we talk about how I played Oxenfree? I think so. I played some Oxenfree. Anyway, I beat that. Whatever. Short, two hour, three hour game. Um, pretty cool 
and then also I played, I've been playing or started playing uh, two other games. One is Owlboy, mm-hmm. which is a PC game. Um, really great again, hand drawn art style. Um, hand drawn art style. That's a real retro, mm-hmm. like retro love game. More retro, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing that I've been trying to tackle is Metroid: Samus Returns for the yep. 3DS, which is a rethought, remaster, it's a reboot, of, reboot Samus of Sam of yeah Metroid Two. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty cool. Uh, it has a weird parry mechanic, which in any other game would be fine, but in a Metroid game, just feels weird mm. that you you need it though. It's not like a it's right, not it's like not a flourish, right? It's not a flourish. It's there are enemies that are going to charge you, and the only defense you have is to parry. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of those. Well, and at least at least this also explains mm-hmm. why Nintendo had to take down the fan-made Metroid right. Two. Right. Like, at the time we were like, at the time when when Nintendo forced the takedown of that fan fan reboot, everyone was like, "Why?" Yeah. You haven't touched this in forever. It's, now we know it's because they were working they on... They had touched it in forever. They just didn't tell anybody yet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Were... Yeah. Yep. But yeah, from what people have been saying, from what I've been hearing, uh, it sounds like it's a very good game. I haven't had a chance to pick it up. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's um, It has that 3DS janky to it. Right. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Everything on the 3DS, and I think it's a symptom of the fact that it's 3D, has like a very like jagged edge to it Mm -hmm. and this game's no exception that always throws me off a bit i know it's probably how they have to do it um i also don't think it's 60 frames per second which now makes me sound like some sort of like elitist elitist overclock my pc i don't know whatever but uh well here's the thing it feels weird with metroid because it it, there's a little bit of a sluggishness to it with Mm -hmm. the 3ds that's feels funky well here's what i will say about about 60 fps in terms of console gaming and everything else is that it's kind of the one graphical upgrade left that actually also has an impact on gameplay Mm -hmm. right and it's really dumb to me that like microsoft and sony with the ps4 pro and the one x and this one s and everything like that aren't focusing on 60 fps yeah they're focusing on higher quality pixels yeah of course you know to quote microsoft basically verbatim yeah i'm like a pixel is a goddamn fucking pixel guys it is a colored square right before like 4k tvs and and whatnot i mean it's gonna be a thing right so i have the the, i have the macbook pro retina yeah and the, the pixel density is twice of what it is on a standard macbook but when you crank up that puppy on a video game it like I can run the Witcher, you know, the Witcher games like at max whatever. Mm-hmm. But once you switch the resolution up to the default resolution, it gets pretty rough. Oh yeah. Pretty fast. <laughs> it's that that sucker's running at like two frames a second. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, but but stuff like like four K resolution, yeah, that's they've gotten that. But now they're focusing on all this other esoteric shit when it's like, guys, sixty FPS actually makes a difference. Yep. It does, and the game we're going to be talking, spending most of our time talking about is Destiny 2, and I have to imagine that game runs at 60. Uh, I believe on Pro it does. It doesn't run on, on 60 on PlayStation 4? Oh, God, no. Really? Huh. It feels pretty good, though. Huh. I think I think oh. it hovers around, like, 48. Well, F me. <laughs> I, I think it usually hovers around 48 on standard PlayStations, gotcha. but it does not hit 60. 
Got you can tell when something's running at 60. Hmm. Like, a good example, um, a lot of people have been, or at least at least that I've been seeing, because I, you know, visit that part of the internet. <laughs> I know I'm not talking about porn. <laughs> um, a lot of people have been, or at least some people have been going in and reanimating animes adding in like like key double like frame doubling and stuff like that to bring them up to 60 fps huh and it looks amazing huh really oh yeah um when you look at like when you look at like anime animation at 60 fps it's phenomenal really smooth even though it's all hand-drawn typically like a lot of the stuff's hand-drawn it still looks good when they just double it like that. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Neat. Alrighty. Let's get right into it because we're, we're running on a time crunch here. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's talk about Destiny 2. Um, Spoilers beginning now. Well, I, let's start by just... All right. Let's start by just talking about Destiny 2 and like how we compare it to the first one as far as, you know, would we recommend you play it? Because I feel like for me it was hard to convince myself to get back into destiny. And once I picked it up, it wasn't hard. I also kind of forgot how much fun I had with the original, but we, we were talking about the other night when we were playing together. And I think we were both basically saying it's kind of like the, the, the fuck the bullshit of, right. Of, of destiny one is, is destiny two. Right. Destiny one had some growing pains. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, so when I think of destiny one, I don't think of the raid that I did. I did the vault of glass. I didn't do the others. Or because I didn't buy any of the expansions. Yeah, I did. So all I can think of. So for me, I think it was even more jarring of of an upgrade. So for me, it was like there was all this resource grinds. Everything was super slow to happen. And it was but but there wasn't any you you had no drive as a player to do the same stuff over and over again because there wasn't a ton of content Mm -hmm. um, and there wasn't a lot of payoff to that content. And with Destiny 2, I feel like they've kind of flipped that around a lot. Along with made a, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in greater detail later, but made a whole host of like smaller upgrades and sensical, logical moves to speed up the stuff in between shooting things in the face. Yeah. So like one of the first big things with they simplified resources mm-hmm. drastically. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that they started doing in some of the later expansions. They were messing. They messed around with it a fair bit, um, but they've kind of got I think a good balance here. Mm-hmm. Although, once you have, like, 90,000 Glimmer, kind of like, what the hell do I spend all this on? Well, Glimmer, glimmer to me, is a resource in this one that nev- you don't have to worry about. You just yeah. get it. It's like a thing. Like, I never think about the cost of Glimmer when I'm going to upgrade anything. It's just, it's there. It's a currency. And right, as, as long, long as you're d- playing the game, you're getting Glimmer, and yeah, you'll as have long enough. As you do enough stuff, yeah. you'll be fine. Um, we've got Legendary Shards. Which is the chief i think ingredient to a lot of the late game stuff oh yeah and necessary for infusing and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then you've got uh, so, you, so you've still got planet specific resources mm-hmm. but the way those work is basically the same way that faction tokens do mm-hmm. just on a different scale right so you don't have to go and collect like a hundred spin glass <laughs> to upgrade. Your... That was the Earth resource, right? I think so. Yeah, that definitely was the Earth resource. Um, like you don't have to go and collect a hundred spin glass to upgrade your hand cannon mm. anymore. Right. 
Right. So in the last game, it was like, you need all this. And then this one, it's just like, you can just keep upgrading with legendary shards. Um, if you want to increase its power, you can, you just don't need it anymore. And it's great. Right. Everything you do is just getting tokens to, to trade unlock in. stuff and get newer weapons. Yep. The other smart thing they're doing is they are doing new and different sort of goals every week. Yep. So there's something to bring you back each week. Yep. So on Tuesday, it's cool. All the vendors have changed. On Friday, it's cool. Zer's back, and we started up the Trials of the Nine again. For me, it comes to the challenges. Mm -hmm. Because there's something satisfying about completing challenges, daily challenges on different planets and in different modes. Yep. That even though it's simple, it, it gives you like something to do and think about like a strategy of how you're going to tackle it, as opposed to running around in a circle on the Earth map farming, 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 farming resources, farming. right? Also, there's enough more content that... I think it's enough. Like, mm -hmm. it's certainly not going to appease people forever. I'm sure there are people who saw all the content in the first two days because they just did nothing but play. No, they, there aren't. Oh, okay. <laughs> because the raid didn't drop right, for, like, right, the right. first week. Right. Um, so once the raid dropped, there are people that could have seen everything in a couple of days. But again, it's a, that's a, it's a lot of play. It's, it's more than the first one. And it's enough, yeah. I think, that to justify the purchase of the game, to keep you coming back and playing. I'm not bored of it yet, which I can't say for the first one. I've already gotten more value for my dollar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> playing Destiny. Like, the, the thing I always come come back to when we talk about games, like, like, and let's, let's like, throw the spoiler warning because we'll probably just start jumping I into just stuff. I just did. Okay. I okay. already did, remember? Okay, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Again, spoiler warning. Here we go. Anyway. But when we... Uh, like a lot of these games come out and people like complain about the amount of content that's in there and they kind of fail to remember that there are developers behind this game. Like just watch the credits. They go on forever. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of people having to get paid to to put, you know, food on their tables and, and you know, pay for their pay their rent or pay for their houses or whatever, right? So they have to build this thing. And for me, it comes down to the value. Did I get enough value out of my money then? you know, for what I paid and you know, I paid $60 for destiny and did I get enough value out of it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. If I stop playing tomorrow, I, I got enough value out of destiny too to justify the purchase. Right. Whatever. And I don't know how you feel about that kind of thing. And, but, um, some other important things I just want to bring up. Oh, gameplay yeah, yeah. wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other big thing they put in are, is now the powerful gear and grams. Oh, right. 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 Which are, which is super smart because it keeps you growing sort of mm -hmm. um so a legendary so a, a powerful item engram is an engram that will either be it'll be a combination of exotics and legendaries that is always of a higher power than what you currently are okay so you may not have a need for those items <laughs> but as long as there's something you can infuse you can at least use the bump up mm -hmm. in your power level yep um, and it's I, worth it to note, I think, that with the exotics, too, if you infuse, it does more, right? Like, it gives you additional power on top of it? I don't... So, I've been experimenting, and I actually don't think it does. Oh, okay. I think what it is, is that it's the fact that the uh, exotics already have a bonus of five oh, okay. to them. Right, 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 right. And I think that's what's throwing up, like, what makes it feel like you're getting a bigger right. bump. Right, because if it's if you have a 160 power, sorry, 260 power exotic, and you got something with 270 power, like another exotic or another weapon, sorry, of the same right. 
the same exotic type will go to 275 right and the reason is it's going to 270 but then it has that that Already attachment that, plus five. that mod that gives it a plus five gotcha gotcha yep, yep that makes a lot more sense so so an exotic is actually five level five points lower than it says it is and you can get mods later i think to kind of exotify quote unquote your normal weapons i've already been doing that right i have uh, not gotten those my, mods on my hunter so you're a little further ahead of than i am and you you've played more of it you have more characters so why don't you like so i i played titan 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 yep so oh, uh sorry hashtag... this is going to be a spazzy podcast i think just given our time time crunch here today that we happen to have today sorry y'all yeah <laughs> um the one thing I thought was really cool that I, I'm afraid we'll forget to talk about if I don't bring up now is the very beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have, oh, we haven't gotten to the story yet. Right, but I just wanted to say that I, what I thought was a really nice touch before we talk about the actual story is that it takes you back through what you've done Yep. in the original Destiny, and it shows you like the users you played with who are typically going to be your friends. So you know, like my old roommate and I got our PlayStation 4s together and played through Destiny. It's just really neat. It has like the old, you know, like a picture kind of showing your characters. Yeah. Hey, remember when you killed that god right. in the Black Garden? Right. Remember when you uh, beat the Vault of Glass? And, right. Hey, remember slaying Oryx? Right. Good it's, times. It's really neat. And I, you know, yeah. It, it, it's a really good callback. Yeah. I thought that was really, really nice. So I played a Titan. I brought him over. I've been playing Strictly Titan. I love the new classes or the way that they've sort of remixed they've remixed the classic classes to have different special abilities and different you know if i go to crucible i might choose my arc class but if i'm in you know playing Mm -hmm. pve i'll probably pick my void class for the shield um so go ahead how's your experience with the different classes well so there are two things um so one thing i don't like is that strikes are now no longer on the map Mm -hmm. they're only in the strike playlist Mm -hmm. which means you can't practice certain strikes right you can't just say okay guys we're going to run through this one like three times before we do the nightfall version mm-hmm. so that we can get used to it yep don't really like that um the other thing is i don't like that they've removed a lot of the customization of your classes elaborate so in destiny one you unlock basically this huge grid of of abilities and you got to mix and match different powers basically within a class to give you an example because <laughs> was this so, was this with destiny vanilla or was yes. it oh it was okay yes yes so for example as a gunslinger i could take my throwing knives that immediately replenish on precision kills but i could also take the thing that changed my uh golden gun to having six shots Six lower power shots rather than three higher power shots. Mm-hmm. In Destiny 2, it's here's your class, and then there are sort of two sub-variants of it. Right. Well, there's more to it than that. I, I think that's unfair because they have, you know, in the example of a Titan, and again, Titan's the only class I have, so you can speak better to Warlocks and Hunters, but with a Titan, it's what type of shield do you want? Full shield or like a half wall to just kind of like peek over? There's different well, types of grenades. Well, so, you've, so you've got your main class, which yep. is your, based on the elemental. Yep. And that determines what your super is. Yep. You've then got your three different grenades, your three different movement abilities, and your two different class abilities. Yep. Those you can mix, mix right. and match between. Right. But you can do that in Destiny 1. Okay. The problem is that the two subclasses that split off of that yep. are only that one or the other. Right. In Destiny 1, you could pick and choose between those different options to do your own unique build-out. <laughs> Did it make it hard to scale and balance, though? Because that's that's the only reason I can think that they would go back. 
and and kind of make it like so what 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 Tristan's referring to is you have like these abilities on the left side of the screen when you're selecting and then when you get further along and you get more upgrade points there are basically two clusters of abilities you can unlock with four abilities each mm-hmm. but you can only pick one cluster or the other cluster and there's no in between and when you go into a scenario like to Tristan's point you can't mix and match like oh I'll take I'll take this one I'll from take, A right. and this one from I'll take B. the additional grenade I'll take this melee charge ability you can't do that in this one you either go with kind of the one cluster or the one build Right, I and think they call it code, code of the juggernaut, code of the whatever. You know, what it, call I it. think it's paths for hunter, but yeah, same okay. idea. Yeah. Um, now, to be fair, those all work very well together. Right. So right. they're very much like that's themed, that, and that's picks. what I'm getting at. Yeah. The problem is that if is that it's less freeing because you can't make your own build outs based on how you want your your full play style to be. Right. You're locked into one of these two binary choices. And I think what uh blizzard wow i think what bungie's saying is these are the two recommended layouts these are the two ways you should be playing and these are the two ways we kind of balance the game to be played pick one yeah uh which i understand isn't as freeing but that that was my take on that yep oh and uh crucible still as broken and uh unbalanced as ever right 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 so so even with that that additional like layer of quote-unquote balancing it's still horribly unbalanced when you're doing pvp yep yeah so why don't you talk a little bit about uh, hunters and warlocks a little bit? Yeah. So hashtag hunters best class. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, quick quickly, the uh, trophies. I went through the trophy section, and it's a great way to determine which one's the most popular class mm-hmm. because the rarity of like le- reach level twenty with this with this with class the, with, with this, this class. Level, yeah, this hunter is far and away the victor, and then titans just kind of crawling along in the in third place. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like. 39% hunter and then like 30% titan. It's like a pretty yeah. So here's here's what I'll say. Personally, I dislike being warlock. Yeah. Like I just like warlock just does not seem like a very fun class to mm-hmm. play as. I I love my hunter, rocking my hunter just like I did in Destiny 1. Titans feel pretty good. I think I still need to like So my titan character is not at 20 yet. Uh, I'm getting there. I'm working on it. Um, but I have gotten my Warlock to 20. Mm-hmm. And what throws me honestly, with Warlock, I, I can't stand moving as a Warlock. Yeah, I've never played it's, a Warlock, not even in the first it's one. It's so slow. The jumping abilities are so finicky and so unreliable yep. that it's just like, why? Give me back my triple jump, please, God. What do you think about the Titan jump, then, as somebody who comes from the Hunter? it's So Titan jump is certainly better than Warlock jumping. Yeah. Um, it still it still feels a little weird, but at least it's not as horribly unintuitive right. as warlock jumping. Gotcha. Because warlock jumping is depending on when you hit when you hit jump again, that determines what direction you're going in. Mm-hmm. So if you are a second late, or half a second late, or a quarter of a second late, or something, you go from cool, I'm going to jump up to this platform to cool, I'm going to very slowly fall to my death. Ah, uh, hello, sweet embrace of death. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I'll be falling down to you in just a moment. Just give me a sec. I'll just be hanging out here, slowly gliding down <laughs> into the abyss, being a huge target while I'm at it. Yeah. Or, heaven forbid, you are jumping and something nudges you. Oh, Lord, yeah. Because once you start gliding, you have no control over basically where mm-hmm. you're going anymore. Right. Interesting. Oops! I got nudged by another player, and now, hello, sweet abyss. 
Oh my god. I mean, don't get me wrong. Warlocks have the best grenades. And I think the other problem I've had with Warlock is that all the exotics I've gone for Warlock focus on the solar class, the Dawnbreaker, and I hate Dawnbreaker. It's just, it's just not a fun class to play as, in my opinion. Hmm. Hunters are so awesome. Gunslinger is great. Love that golden gun. When you can do, like, 8,000 damage to a boss because you nail three golden gun, like, critical shots. Oh, it's so satisfying. <laughs> Just like, yeah. I did that. <laughs> the, Plus, we uh, have these snazzy capes. And we'll hold on on our squealing over the Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer to the next podcast. But anyway. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I haven't fully finished exploring Hunter. Uh, not Hunter. Titan. I'm working on it, though. Yeah, Titan's a lot of fun. And I, I find that the gear I get is a pretty mixed balance. I, I would say I think Ark is the original Titan. Uh, Void is like the second one from the first game. And I, did they add a third to the Destiny one before yes. they add? Okay, so it's probably the same. It's these hammers that catch on fire. Yep, it's probably the giant the- flaming hammers that everyone was butthurt about except for Titan players. Because they were completely broken in PvP. Yeah, they 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 seem like they probably would still be broken in PvP, but they're just not to me. Just not a ton of fun to use, especially in PVE scenarios, which is yeah. more where I play. So let's talk about that a little bit. Speaking of PVE, let's talk a little bit about the single player because I, I yes. think that what Bungie did with the single player in this game was they they, they actually crafted a single player experience. Yes, <laughs> for once. Yeah. So, so the way I've been saying it is I've been saying that Destiny 2 is what we wanted Destiny 1 to be. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, very, I feel, well-crafted single-player experience yeah. because of how it brings in characters from the first game. Yeah. And how you actually see them doing shit for once. Right. Like, that's the beauty of that first mission in Destiny 2 is the city is under attack. You have to move through it. You have to try and defend the city, and you team and you meet up with Cade, Zavala, and Ikora, and each of them do something awesome. Like you meet up with Cade, and he golden guns three guys. Just give me a sec. Yeah. Cool. I'm moving on. Head on up. Meet up with Zavala. Then you then you're with Zavala, and you are holding a checkpoint with yeah. Zavala against wave after wave of Cabal with other players joining in. Yeah. So it's you and other guardians like holding the line with Zavala. Yep. And, you know, the gunships come in and fire rockets and Zavala puts up his shield. So you all huddle around while, you, you know, while you're under fire. And then you meet Ikora and Ikora shows up and takes out a whole swarm of enemies in front of you. And then just like nukes a uh, Cabal dropship. Just like going full rage mode on it. Yeah, it actually creates a story with characters, which the first game didn't really do. Right. And... It, it's a little schlocky. It's very schlocky. It's very schlocky. The, but but let's fix it. These are the same guys who made Halo. Right, right, right. And uh, I don't think it's as good as a single player experience as some of the Halos. But I think it's also revisionist history because I haven't played a, a Halo campaign in a long time. So, right. um, but anyway, uh, like the the villain is really like schlocky, and you like. I I thought that with what's the name of the guy Gall. Gaul. I thought that with Gaul, it was going to go somewhere else, and it never does. I did, too. I, there was a moment there where I'm like, is Gaul going to like realize that, no, the way you become a guardian and the way you get the Traveler's Light is by being a good person? And it seemed like he was headed in that direction. And then just heel turn. And then he just 
kills everything and becomes a vicious baddie that you have to kill. It's weird. Yep. Like a power hungry guy. It was a strange. It almost feels like there was like a mission cut out or something like that. Yeah. Or from the original story. Like they had to cut out a mission and shorten it up. Or they realized, wait a minute, if we do this, we won't have a final boss. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> right. It's also uh, it's also possible that you get more um, exposition through some of the optional quests. There is. Because the, the other thing is that this game has a lot of really cool like side quests you can do, quote unquote, around the planets you visit. Yep. So there's one extra planet in this one, right? I think so. And from the original game, at least. And there, there's more story. I think it's a longer campaign. It is definitely a longer campaign. It's not super. It's probably only like five hours. The just, so, just the campaign so without. If you just run right. straight through it, it's probably right. about five hours. Right, right, right. But with the side quests, with taking your time and and doing other things in the meantime, it's a good yeah. 10, and it, 10, and it does stretch hours. it, force you to stretch it out a little. Yeah. Because there are certain choke points where you have to reach a certain level before you can continue. Right. right. Um. I, I also do really like that it had cutbacks mm-hmm. to Gaul and the speaker. Like, because I felt that it actually gave Gaul at least a little character characterization rather than, oh, this is just another random baddie. Or, oh, it's Oryx, the Taken King who just showed up. And, yeah, we know he's big, he's bad, he's scary, but that's all, kind of all we get from him. Mm-hmm. You know, Gaul at least talks about, you know, actually, we actually learn a bit about, you know, who he is. Mm-hmm. That he was a runt who got picked out by, right? Like picked out and sort of raised up by this mm-hmm. um, sort of noble, uh, you know, led a basically a coup against the Cabal Emperor. Mm-hmm. The Leviathan is the Cabal Emperor's ship, by the way. Okay, yeah. So moving quickly to that, like I've I haven't done the raid yet. So yep. full disclosure, that's about the only thing I haven't done. And- I haven't completed it. I keep we keep getting caught on the dogs. I don't know what that is. I'm I'm really trying my best to, um, to kind of keep it spoiler free. You're more than welcome to before I play it. You're more than welcome to spoil it because this is a spoiler cast. But well, no, like I said, I haven't completed okay. the the raid yet. So, but how does how, in general compared to like the Vault of Glass? Because that's the that's the mark I have. Mm. How is it diff, Is it a different kind of raid or is it? So it's. Set up at so it's a different kind of raid, um, in that it is presented as a series of challenges that you Got have it. to overcome, rather than a like a mission that all six of you are going on. Right, like you've been invited by the Cabal Emperor, and if you complete these tasks, complete these challenges to entertain him, yeah, you will be appropriately rewarded. Yeah, um, it it functions the same way as other raids. In terms of like actually being... You walk in a room and there's a specific kind of challenge you have to overcome and figure out like a puzzle. Yeah. Right. Um, I will say that this one requires much more communication and precision teamwork than I have seen before. Cool. Which I think is because of the addition of like actual proper clan integration. Right. In Destiny 2. Which was a long time coming. By the way, there is an official three-headed boy clan. Please join. Yeah. Please, God, join. It's just me and Dan right now. We're doing everything we can well, to because, raise like, our level up. Pat's on Xbox, right? So he can't be in the same clan. or uh, Clans oh. themselves should be cross-platform. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Pat hasn't started it yet. Pat hasn't started it yet. Surprises me. Anyway. Uh, but yes, if you just search clans for three-headed boy, uh, our, hash, our little call sign is 3HB. Yep. So if you are playing and see one of us with 3HB... 
in our name. Hey, give you found a, us. Give us a Y5. Yep. Y5. <laughs> um, it, it all eventually, basically, if, if you haven't touched it, the whole point is that Gaul shows up, mm-hmm. wrecks the city because he's got a huge armada and surprise attacks everyone, and then locks away the Traveler, mm-hmm. cutting off every Guardian from their light. Which means they now have a single life left and none of their powers. Right. Which is a very good explanation for here's what happened to all the old characters. Mm-hmm. Or your old characters if you didn't want to bring them over. And what happened to all your old stuff. Right. Not every Guardian makes it out. Right. Actually, very few in canon do. Um, so the whole point is, A, getting back your light. which you do Only, with- only a few million Guardians make it out. Right. <laughs> Only the 10 million Guardians at launch <laughs> made it out of the city alive. But let's face it, you're the only one that matters, Guardian. That's right. Oh, can we just, for mention, say how badly we want Lord Shax to narrate our lives? Yeah. <laughs> it's like like you're talking to a cute girl and she finds out you still live with your parents. You're falling behind, Guardian. Show them how little that matters. Don't worry, Guardian. There's always next time. Really, Guardian? Ponies? I expected better. Shaxx is the best voice. Anywho. Ultimately, you get your life back. Uh, You get Cade, Ikora, and Zavala back together because after the city falls, they kind of all split up Mm -hmm. because they all evacuate separately. Mm -hmm. You run an assault on the city, which is actually... It's actually a really cool final mission where yeah, you're going is. through kind of the ruined city. And like how in the first one you have other randos hanging around, you do in this one as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost like another hub world where you have other random players hanging about, only smaller and more condensed, so you're more likely to run into people. Which is really cool because like you turn like you round the corner and there's this huge firefight going on with other players and you get into it and then you keep moving on and then eventually you split off because go other places and because you all have different jobs to do it's so cool uh in the end you beat gall but really easily pretty easily there's a lot of, a lot of places to hide from him and there are uh geysers that will fill up your life yeah. for you super easy super anyway easy. um at which at which point gall reincarnates sort of because guess what? He's got his hand on at least some of the light. Yeah. Even a bit of stolen bit. And that's when the Traveler wakes up. And blasts him into fucking nothing. Yeah. It, it, it's actually a, kind of a really cool moment. Because if you play Destiny 1, you know, the Traveler was just this thing. Mm-hmm. And no one really knows kind of what it does, mm-hmm. what it is, what it's supposed to be anymore. Yeah. You know? We just know it saved our bacon. Yeah. And it's basically been dead or dormant. The Guardian waking up was probably the most... Uh, the Traveler waking up was probably the most exciting thing for me. Because I'm like, this is what they needed? Was this impetus for new story? Yeah, so I guess in, in, in wrapping, uh, what do you think the future holds for... I think the darkness is going to show up. Because at the very end, there's that cutscene with all these yeah. ominous dark pyramids. Yeah. Outside the galaxy. And I'm just like, ooh. 
Do you I, think, want to see where, I want to see what happens when they show up. Do you think that's a Destiny 3 thing or an expansion to Destiny 2 thing, though? So, the so the original plan was for Destiny 1 to last, right, like, right, 10 right, years. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Um, and from what, from what the guys at Bungie have said, the reason they split it off into Destiny 2 was because they realized, you know, making the first game, we made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff we could have done better. Like, we had to swap out Peter Dinklage you yep. know, as the voice of the ghost. Like, mm-hmm. like Destiny 1, for everything that was good about it, was very much kind of a false start. And I think Destiny 2 is the right start. Right. I, as long as I think Activision doesn't force them into it, mm-hmm. I think it's going to just be continuing expansions again. Yeah. Uh, there is also a definite uh, engine upgrade from between 1 oh, and 2. Yeah. Um, so I think the graphical fidelity is there for it to last a good few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, in closing, uh, the Colonel is awesome. <laughs> Cade has a pet chicken. Yes, he does. Again, again, just reiterating that Cade and thus Hunters are still the best class. He's <laughs> voiced by Nathan Fillion. How can you fight against that? Um, you can't. You just can't. You just can't. Um, join the three-headed boy clan. And as soon as we're done here, I'm going back to play because I still got more st- daily stuff to do. <laughs> uh, you can check us out on our website at threeheadedboy.com. You can check us out on the spoiler cast for more episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcatchers out there. And Vidme. And you can also check our video channels. We have a YouTube, but we, we've been focusing and spending our if time on If you want to watch our, our videos ad and YouTube free, check out vid.me slash threeheadedboy. You can do that as well. Until next time, I'm Dan. I'm Tristan. It's been real. See you later, Guardian.